The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. The Eagles are at the podium, and we've got it covered here for you thanks to the fine folk at SB Nation and Bleeding Green Nation. I am your host, Michael Kist, and today we've got Doug Peterson speaking with the media on Monday after the Eagles' 24-21 upset win over the Saints. Since we've last spoken, Rodney McLeod has been declared out for the season with a torn ACL, which is a shame because he was putting together another solid season, and the Eagles' back end becomes an even bigger mess with him out especially in terms of pre-snap communication, and he's obviously a vocal leader in that locker room. Another ding to the secondary is Avante Maddox, who is going to miss some time with a knee injury. He's not as big of a loss as McLeod, but depth at corner is a real concern. And because Jalen Mills will be getting more cornerback reps, that's also impacting the aforementioned safety group, making matters worse is Darius Slay, who is now in the concussion protocol. So the Eagles are getting super thin in the secondary right now. Hopefully Slay is okay. Doug talks about those injuries at the top, and then, of course, he's asked about how the win happened over the Saints and how he felt about Jalen Hurts in his first start in the NFL. Doug said that he played well, and I wouldn't disagree with that sentiment, all things considered. And he also said that after looking at the film, that Hurts would be the starter after kind of creating a cliffhanger about that in his Sunday postgame presser. But Hurts will get the start in the upcoming game against the Arizona Cardinals. As always, we here at BGN thank you for the support by subscribing, rating, leaving those written reviews and Apple Podcasts. And to truly thank you, I'm going to shut up and let Doug talk because there's a ton of subjects covered here. Let's go to that right now. Hey, Doug. Good afternoon. Uh, do you have any injury updates on a few guys? I have a list here. Rodney McLeod, Avante Maddox, Darius Slay, Malik Jackson, Josh Sweat. Uh, Josh Sweat um, is going to be okay. Um, he just had he just got he got chipped by the running back in the game uh, on his uh, on his right side, right arm area. Uh, he's going to be okay for the game. Darius Slay um, is going to be in the concussion protocol, so n- no further. Obviously, can't can't comment on that other than he's in the uh, he's in the you know the protocol. Um, Rodney McLeod. Um, uh, I can I can say he's he's going to miss the rest of the season. Um, torn ACL, um, showed up on exam again this morning. Um, unfortunate with uh, with him that uh, he's going to miss he's going to miss the remainder of of this season. And uh, Avante Maddox um, will also miss some time uh, here in the next couple of weeks. Um, I was asking you uh, if now that you've watched the film, uh, do you have any better idea as to who will start on Sunday? Yeah, after going through the film and and really um, 
looking back even to last week and 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 the preparation and everything, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna continue with Jalen uh, this week uh, as as the starter. Uh, can I follow up on that real quick? Um, yesterday during your press conference, it sounded like uh, you chose your words a little carefully when it came to either praising Jalen or and I was wondering, did you weigh you know Carson's feelings on that? Or was it also part of it, you know, you, you don't want to put too much pressure on this kid who just went out and performed for you uh, going down the road? Yeah, you know, I, I was thinking of a lot of things. Quite honestly, I, I was thinking of Carson, but I was thinking about the rest of the team and how the rest of the team played, you know, in the game. And, and Jalen did, after looking at the film again today, I mean, Jalen played well. I mean, he, he was a big part of, you know, the success we had on offense and, and obviously helping us win that football game. But there were a lot of other great individual performances on both sides of the ball, right? I I, th- I think of Miles Sanders. I think of, you know, Josh Sweat and Javon Hargrave. And, you know, Fletcher Cox had a big game, big sack. We had two defensive takeaways in the game. You know, so there were there were a lot of positives coming out of the football game. And I just didn't want to say, hey, it was all about one guy. Because, you know, you guys know me and, and my answers. And I've always been about the team. And, and really, that was a team win yesterday. We'll go to Zach Berman and then Jeff McLean. You're now 11-2 and two with starting your backup quarterback, excluding that 2017 Week 17 game. Why do you think you've had so much success without your starting quarterback? And, and do you think as a play caller you call a better game for the backup? You know, Zach, I, I think that's a, it's a great question, and, and it's something I've, I have thought about that. Um, I, I, I think about – I think about not just our team, but I think about other teams in the National Football League who who play a backup quarterback, right? And and the success that those teams have. I I think about think about New Orleans. Think about the opponent we just played with Taysom Hill. I I think they're now three and one with with Taysom Hill as a starter this year. And and go back when Teddy Bridgewater played a couple years ago. I think he was five and zero oh with with New Orleans. And and you can you can pick out a lot of different teams that have had backup quarterbacks with success and you know there's just not necessarily a lot of film out there on these guys I I think as play callers as as, as you put plans together maybe you keep things a, a touch smaller you keep the, the verbiage down a little bit maybe you pull back or pull plays that you've used uh, you know earlier in the season time on task all kinds of things kind of play into that and and um you know, and then and then of course, you know, you got to take the, the 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 backup quarterback himself. You know, he's get, getting an opportunity to play, um, tends to play well, and and you always you always see what's going to happen. You know, the next time out, right? So um, it's it's hard to pinpoint, but I think you can put uh, you you can kind of point a finger at a couple of things. Go ahead, Jeff, and then Kristen. And Doug, if if I could follow up on that though. Uh, you know, you, you mentioned the Saints and, and how Sean Payton was able to have sex, success with Bridgewater and Taysom, but he had great success previously with Drew Brees. So conversely, your record with Carson is just a little over 500. So is it fair to question whether the chemistry between you and Carson uh, isn't what it is when you have a backup as your car, as your quarterback? No, and, and listen, Carson and I, our relationship's great. I mean, it's we've had, we've had great communication and, um, you know, I, I just look at this year and the amount of, you know, the the adversity that we've been faced and played with, you know, all season and, and, um, you know, trying to, trying to make things work, but, but um, you know, there's, 
there's there's no issue with Carson and I. I you know, I, I look at maybe maybe what what I do or how I call a game. Maybe I can approach it a little bit differently. You know, uh, moving forward that way. Uh, but um, you know, that's something that uh, I haven't. Uh, uh, you know, w- w- listen. Teams have a lot of film on your starter. They have ways to prepare for your starter, and and uh, you know uh, they they can take away certain things. And, and we we've got to be able to you know compensate for that. And but uh, there there's been no there's been no issue between us. Go ahead, Kristen, and then Tim. Hey, Doug. To that point, talking with some of the guys yesterday, they said they felt like the flow of the game was different. Did you feel the same way? And then how do you build off of that with Hertz now as a starting quarterback for the second straight week? Um. Yeah, I felt like the flow was was different, and, and that obviously started with me as the as the play caller. And you know, one of the things that you know we we try to go into every game and try to keep a defense off balance. And and I felt yesterday, you know, each week, sometimes on Monday, I, I sit up here and I go, "Hey, we we got to do better on first down. We got to stay ahead of the chains." Yesterday, we were able to do that. Whether whether it was first and ten into a second and eight, second and seven, or even a second and ten. We didn't have many second long situations. Now we got ourselves into trouble on third down with some penalties. Uh, but but we were able to stay ahead of the chains. And so when you do that, it becomes a little bit um I, you know, I, I even hate to say the word easier, but it but it but the, the rhythm and the flow of the game, you can keep a, a defense off balance and 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 have a little more rhythm. And I, I credit the offensive line yesterday for uh, really blocking and 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 doing a great job against a defensive front that uh, is probably one of the best ones we've seen all year, um, and and then being able to uh, you know the off schedule plays that Jalen had in the ball game really kind of kept the defense off balance and that, and that's what you try to do each week and and then and then try to pick your spots on uh, you know on some shot plays. Tim and then Les. With the with the play calling looking a bit different with, between the quarterbacks uh, with Carson and the backups, how much of that is um, you uh, having handed the keys to, to Carson in a sense? I mean, you've talked about how he's gained responsibility uh, over the offense as the years have gone on. I mean, how much of it is is that it's it's kind of built in his likeness, or he's he's got control more control of what's happening? Yeah, you know, that's one of the things that I I really appreciate about Carson is is I want him to have control. I want him to have the ability to get us in and out of 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 bad plays or you know plays that 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 aren't conducive to to the what we're seeing you know defensively on the, on that snap and um, we've given him that that uh, freedom. He's he's that type of quarterback that can do that and um, and at the same time. You know, we we've had we've had success doing that because he 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 can he can do that. He can get us out out of some plays. But you know, and so yesterday our mindset going into the game was, you know, just Jalen, just just run the offense, right? Just we we didn't give him a lot of we didn't give him a lot of freedom in this game. We just wanted him to go out first start in the National Football League, just go play. And and much like Carson, his first first start in the National Football League, just go play. And and then and then you you continue to to grow and and build and and uh, and and take what we've you know the successes we had you know in the game yesterday and try to try to build upon that you know this week. But um, that's one of the things with Carson that that I've appreciated with him is just how how smart he is to be able to you know uh, fix protection, fix plays, get us in get us in you know in better plays and out of bad ones. Possible that you've given him too much freedom. I don't think so. I mean, I think, I think we have to be careful with the amount of. I think that goes with any quarterback around the league. I just don't think it's with Carson, but I think it's any, 
uh, any starter that you, you, you as play callers and play designers that you give these guys too much too much uh, uh, on their plate, and and you got to be careful there. There is a fine line. Lesson then, Ruben. Hi, Doug. Uh, it looked like the Saints really did make some adjustments in the second half and kind of shut the offense down a little bit, except for the the drive after the Josh Sweat strip sack. How different does it have to be next week? I mean, uh, you talked about teams not having film. Obviously, the Cardinals are going to see this. Uh, are you going to be able to get, you know, 100 yards rushing out of Jalen next week? And, you know, what has to be different going forward for the offense to continue to succeed? Well, um, you know, the second half of the game yesterday was was probably more about us kind of kind of shooting ourselves in the foot. Um, you know, failed to uh, failed to execute. You know, really that that opening drive of the of the second half uh, when we had it when we had an opportunity there to uh, to stay on the field. Um, it really wasn't about what what New Orleans did. Um, and and then and then just being able to capitalize it, it's called it you know you just we have to sustain and you know um, do I do I want to run Jalen Hurts eighteen times I mean you don't want to run your quarterback eighteen times right not in this league um, because you you see the amount of amount of you know hits that he took and do I want Miles Sanders to do what he did yeah I I would rather give those those rushing attempts to him and Boston and Corey and the guys and. And uh, use Jalen and the quarterbacks when you know when we have to. But you know we're, we're gonna you know each each week's a little bit different from a, from a game plan you know uh, standpoint. And those are things that we as coaches you know look at today and tomorrow and, and put a plan together and and uh, you know practice and go play. But you, you never know how a game's gonna unfold either. You know you, I have a plan in my head that I want to I want to approach the game a certain way and. You know, um, when it works out, it's great, and when it doesn't, you, you gotta you gotta find something else to do, right? You gotta you gotta find another set of plays and and try to make some things work. So, um, you know, we'll we'll see how it goes this week, but hopefully, we can build on what we did yesterday. Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity, but giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey, instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's insight assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. Hey, Doug, um, getting back to the secondary and the injuries, um, is there any chance at all that Craven or Craig James would be available to you? I know you haven't even opened their practice window. Um, and also, Graylon Arnold and uh, Michael Jaquette uh, were out for the week. Do you anticipate getting them back? And just, you know, how serious is this whole secondary situation? 
Yeah, I'm I'm hopeful that that Michael and and Grayland, um, you know, their injuries are, are are a little less than you know than than uh, uh, you know LeBlanc's and um, uh, Craig James that you had mentioned. So uh, I'm hopeful and optimistic that those two guys can make a return. We'll see how the week goes, obviously, and and um, we got we got a couple days here before we hit the practice field, but. Um, I'm optimistic that those two guys will, will be able to get, at least get out there on Wednesday and, and begin their practice uh, uh, in preparation for Arizona. Oh, and then Chris Franklin. Doug, how much of the uh, the no sacks was a result of, of Jalen's ability to make plays with his legs, and how much was, was the offensive line, and, and I guess who stood out on the offensive line? Yeah, you know, one of the things that Jalen did well um, – when he was out of the pocket and there and there was nowhere to run or nowhere to throw is that he threw the ball away right and that that just helps your offensive line it doesn't put you in a bad a bad situation it doesn't put you in a second long situation or a third long situation and you know i i think looking at the offensive line i mean really across the board they all played extremely well um you know it, it wasn't perfect i think jack driscoll played extremely uh tough and physical against a a really, really good defensive end, and 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 then uh, Malata uh, did a nice job on the left side. Got beat a couple times, but but uh, overall, you know, uh, showed showed some promise there and sh- showed you know improvement there. I thought Isaac and Kelsey and really, you know, uh, Herbig in the in, in in the interior part really did a nice job, not only in the run game but also in pass protection. This was a very active, uh, stunting defensive line linebacker pick games, all kinds of things up front. And I thought for the most part, uh, they did a really good job, uh, you know, blocking this front. And then Jalen, Jalen being able to step up in the pocket, obviously elude uh, the rush a couple times and, and extend plays with his legs. So that's all That's all part of pass protection. And uh, the guys did a, did a good job. Chris and then Nick. Hey, Doug. Ronnie was one of the vocal leaders on this team. How are you? How will you be able to replace that? And who are some guys do you feel that could step up and fill that void? You know, I've challenged the team every week that that everybody on the team can be a leader, right? I mean, every, you know, he doesn't need to necessarily be the most veteran player. Anybody can lead. Um, but, yeah, you're right. Rodney was a big vocal leader on this team. I, I would expect guys like Jalen Mills, you know, to step up. I would think guys like, you know, Fletcher Cox and Brandon Graham, guys like Vinnie Curry on defense, guys are really going to, you know, even Darius Slay, guys, you know, really would rally around that and, and step up and, and bring some of these young guys along. You know, just like on offense with guys like, you know, with with Kelsey and and uh, even even Alshon Jeffrey with the with the young receivers and uh, Miles Sanders. I mean, these guys are uh, you know great leaders in their own right. And and um, you know, I would expect the majority of those guys to really step up now in the next you know these next three weeks and uh, you know uh, pull everybody together. Nick and then Rob. Hi, Doug. Uh, you mentioned the young offensive linemen. Uh, you know, where do you see guys like? Uh... Well, my, my lot, I mean, obviously he's played both sides, but a guy like Nate Herbig, uh, is he a kind of guy that you can maybe look at and he could step in for Kelsey, you know, when Kelsey finally decides to walk away? Uh, or is he more of a guard? You know, he he's he's we've cross-trained him at both positions. It, it's at guard and center, and, and he can play both, you know, right guard and left guard, which is which is uh, you know, very valuable for us. Um you know, and and um, I I think his best position is probably guard, uh, being able to be able to be a, a swing guard. You know, play play left and right. But uh, if we ever got in a pinch, and and I mean we're 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 getting in a pinch, I guess with with the with the amount of offensive linemen we have, 
um, that he could he could step in and play some center. He's done that before and and uh, could probably do that if uh, if we needed to. There's time for a couple more, so we'll wrap it up with Rob and then Daniel. Hey, Doug, when we talk about the team's record with backup quarterbacks and much of the conversation is, well, Doug must be playing, calling a game differently or Carson must not be doing something. But how much of it is the team itself stepping up, rallying around a backup quarterback and maybe executing a little bit better because they know it's on them to do that for their backup, the franchise guy's not out there? You know, Rob, I think that's uh, that's a big part of it as well. You know, um, I think everybody rallies around, and and like you said, I, I I see guys sort of step their game up, right? When the when when a backup comes in, and and um, because because it just they have to do their job even even better. Is one of the things I did last week was just kind of kind of challenge everybody on offense to do, and coaches included too to. You know, and, and this is something we've 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 struggled with all season, but be able to, you know, coach a little bit better, uh, execute a little bit better in practice, uh, and and really do the little things, right? Do the little things to to help the backup quarterback, and 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 if and if they do their job, then it makes the backup quarterback just have to do his job and just distribute the ball and and uh, get us you know in and out of the right plays, and um, so yeah, I agree with the fact that everybody around the backup quarterback, you know, has to pick up their game and support because, you know, you can't, you can't do it yourself. Go ahead, Daniel. Hey, Doug. Uh, last night, um, eight of your 11 starters on offense were 25 or younger, um, and you had a bunch of guys who are 23 or younger. Uh, beyond just energy, what have you seen those younger guys, you know, bring to this team at some of those important positions like the offensive line? Well, you know, I mean, it's – it, it's exciting to have, you know, the amount of young players that are playing um, and getting valuable time, you know, whether it's offense, defense, or on special teams. It's just, it, it's, it's just going to go to help your uh, the support of the long term, you know, roster uh, makeup, I guess. And and you know, having these young guys out there, it, it is, it is a you know uh, a little more energetic. You know, they bring. Uh, they bring a little more tempo, upbeat uh, mentality, attitude, um, and, and it's sort of a it's 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 kind of refreshing in a way because they they really they don't know what they don't know yet, right? I mean, it's they're they're new to the league and they want to play and they want to do well and and uh, they just they just just enjoy having fun and they really haven't learned what the NFL is is all about and and um, you know and, and that comes with time, but. I love I love seeing these guys out there and and uh, rallying around each other, supporting each other, uh, having fun with one another, and and we saw it, you know, in the game yesterday, and and um, it, it was kind of good to get back to that uh, emotion, you know, of of winning and and feeling what it's like to win, and uh, you know, sustain a lead and, and and hang on to a lead, and you know, finish the football game and um, against a good opponent. And that's that's what you saw out of the young guys yesterday. G and